1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Squareball Podcast.
2: All right, and welcome to the Matchball Podcast for the Nottingham Forest away game. Uh, from us, The Square Ball. Thanks to Levi Solicitors, as always. Maybe your partner's had enough with your unreasonable behaviour post-match tonight. You've been smashing things up around the house, and they quite rightly want you out and a divorce. So if that's you, get in touch with Levi Solicitors. And the good thing, the happy thing that will come out of this is 10% off your legal fees. LeviSolicitors.co.uk Solicitors.co.uk forward slash The Square Ball. I'm Dad Moylan. With me is Michael Normanson. Hello. Moscow White. Daniel Chapman. Hi there. Uh, it's 8pm on Saturday night, and this is the last place in the entire universe. I'd rather be, no
3: offence to you guys because I do like you guys. but The last place you'd rather be? Th- you know what I mean. Just okay, carry it's, on. I've had all the grace of a of a Ben White pass into, into the danger area. This Coach. is the last place I would like to be uh, talking about those fuckers
2: who've ruined my weekend again. So I was thinking what we could do instead is we could just talk about our favourite weekends. What's the best Saturday night you've had? Uh, and we could do that instead of talking about those arseholes. I can't even think of anything You know, good. when your life used to be happy on a Saturday night, when you didn't have to come in and do this and talk about them lot?
4: I can't remember a good time anymore. That's that's all gone now. It's in the past. That's all I know of of the good times. That's the point of most of my good times is I can't remember them.
2: Yeah. Think about, you know, I mean, and it's well, like you listen, just think about your favourite Saturday night.
3: Don't wallow in this despair. What was my, your favourite Saturday my night? My favourite Saturday night, next Saturday, when we beat Bristol after beating Brentford. It's an anticipatory... Uh, mm, I think that's going to be the best ever. How are you going to celebrate it? Um, tell me, talk me through this. I'll come in here with you two wankers. Well, we'll do that, but then
2: afterwards, what are you going to do? Uh, don't know. Maybe go home, put some records on, have a
3: dance around, <laughs> Well, have a that's drink? it. Just before coming in uh, to sit in here, the uh, radio was playing Move On Up by Curtis Mayfield, which yep. I'm, I'm taking as a sign mm. that we will move on up, that this, is, this today has been the bottom That was the low point, because I don't think we can get much worse than that. Um, And there'll be a reaction on Tuesday that will take momentum into Saturday. Calvin Phillips will be back in the team, which means Ben White won't be uh, monstrously misused and desperately unable to kick a ball straight. And um, things will be much better. Will we have a new goalkeeper on Tuesday? I'd like to have a new goalkeeper, but you never know with Marcelo Bielsa. But I think that's the one change that will happen that will make things better is that we will have Calvin Phillips back in his anointed position. And that's going to, and then things around that, because then there's got to be a a decision as to who drops out.
4: Does Calvin Phillips really make that much of a difference if we still have a hologramming goal?
3: Yeah, I think so, because there aren't as many shots being taken at him then. and, And we're able to actually go forward. I think, you know, I'm not picking on. Ben White, because he's a, a young kid out of position, but I think today really underlined that we need Calvin back in that midfield and then things start to uh, things start to improve. It's almost
2: like our squad is far too thin and we've been saying the same for yeah. 12, 18 months now. Can't and we,
3: do a fat lot about it now.
2: We can't. Uh, we What we can do is sit here and fucking moan about it though.
3: Or look forward to our best player being back in the team and the positive impact that's going to have.
2: I am looking forward to that. But right now the mood feels a couple of steps away from that. I'm not your ready. mood, yeah, my mood, and the general mood. I would say that it's Saturday night, ten past eight, and people are not in a particularly positive frame of mind um, on the Twitters. Maybe so. they need cheering up. Okay, something to look forward to. Should we try that then, Michael
4: cheer me up. Um, right. I'll, let's go through. Let's go through the many bad things. <laughs> Instead of cheering ourselves up. Well, let's let's do what we said before.
2: Shit sandwich. That's the way to do, handle these things.
4: Okay, I, I don't know the, the good bit anymore.
2: Well, just... Moscow's given us the good bit. Isn't okay, it? We're fine. looking forward to a far more happier experience at the weekend.
3: I know people are sick of hearing it, but we're second. Right. So if this is the disaster point, if this is the worst moment of the season, which I, I fervently hope it is, then we're doing it in the right place.
2: What if we are not second on Tuesday and or... Then Saturday. What well, if we are in the playoffs and sinking like a stone?
3: There's not a fat lot I can do about it. So it's, it's very much a spectator sport, football. So I'm going to have to sit and watch. Mm. Which, well, like Kiko does sometimes. <laughs> yes. No, and I'll be watching in the right place. I'll, I'll, be, in my, uh, I'll be on the gantry if you want to ding, um, rather than wandering around in uh, there, not, not taking care of my posts. Mm.
2: I mean, it feels like with every passing game where the wheels come off that we get a clearer idea of what the
4: problems are, even though we've deep down always known. I feel like f- there were fresh problems today, problems we've not seen, because Wigan we lost, but we actually we were by far the better team in that game. We had chances to win it. Same really for Sheffield Wednesday when we lost there. Who else have we lost to recently? Uh, loads of people. Loads of people, everyone. But there's been a lot of games where you could legitimately, after a game claim, we didn't really deserve to lose. But we were just shit today. Everyone, like, the Kiko problem was, was completely evident, but then... Luke Ayling was kind of at fault for the first goal as well. Ben White was all over the place. Alioski was a disaster from the first minute until the moment he went off. Um, into midfield, Klitsch and Hernandez didn't do anything at all. Costa was absolutely useless. I was going to say Harrison was was probably the best of a bad bunch in the midfield until he, he got to the last minute and he had a, a complete...
2: But even then, Harrison,
4: he couldn't find a pass in the first half and, and every time he got the ball out wide, you thought, well, this ain't going anywhere. And then Bamford seemed to spend most of the half just moaning about stuff and taking 10 minutes to put his boot back on after he thought he'd been fouled rather than just doing it quickly and getting on with things. I can think of no positives from that performance.
3: Costa was all right, actually. Did you? Yeah, some decent crosses, second and half. There's also this weird thing he has of imagining that Nottingham Forest players aren't there. So he tries to pass through them and it just hits them. That, I think it's that's, quite like, infuriating, that's but... what the
2: frustration is, isn't it? It's not that he's not taking up good positions and not getting the ball. It's that yeah,
3: some of his, his crosses in were actually pretty good when he when he get the, uh, get the moment right. Um, but he's playing in so little space, isn't he? That's the problem. I, I
2: didn't... I want. I always want to think the best of Leeds United and the players and I know they're trying their best and it sometimes doesn't feel like it. Everyone gets angry with them and says they're bottlers but mm. they are doing their best and sometimes it's not going to be good enough and I think Costa has so little space to play in that he's almost ineffectual but that's because people now to play against us. I think the problem today
3: that we've not seen before was the players um, looking for their or hoping that their look would change, rather than doing something to make it happen. So there was there was a point when, um, I think it was Click was called offside, and him and Luke Ayling surrounded the referee, and this is after about half an hour. Um, we might have been 1-0 um, down by this point. Um, and they were having a right argument with the referee about, Click being saying he claiming he's not offside. I think that don't matter, but it doesn't in the grand scheme of things. Clicks onside, offside, free kick to the Forrest. There's an hour of the game left to play. It's not. It's not a massive deal, but they were so desperate for something to go in their favour that that seems to be what they were fixated on. And they have a they have an argument in some ways because if you look at that header from Liam Cooper, like how the fuck is that not gone in? That 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 save should be. You know that's it's up there with with Gordon Banks but he did it twice admittedly <laughs> it was straight the, the at first him. one was straight at him but it, there was enough power on it for it to be uh, it would have beaten Kiko and then for it to go up in the air and for to, be able, to be able to spring straight up and push it out like that if things...
2: mind you that's what most normal keepers do I don't know if you know they do this kind of thing where they yeah. save a shot and then they get ready for the second one that's no. a lot, a lot well, that of what wasn't, their training is.
3: that wasn't even about getting ready for the second one that's stopping a ball that he's mm. just put straight up in the air and the laws of physics say like that's you know it was going in the net and he had to react incredibly quickly to stop it and I think you know nine out of, times out of ten that goes in the in the net we can have a look mm. at the, the XG on that one if necessary um, but things like that aren't going their way but they were falling into that trap today of going, of hoping something like that would go their way instead of being proactive. Like they were and, against Millwall second half. Yeah, where they took the, the scruff of everything and, and threw everything at them.
2: But why is that? I mean, I think that's 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 all fine and well saying that, but this is what's costing us now. It's the fact that they're playing within themselves. They're not brave enough. Yeah. But uh, I think that, the or maybe we've just, we're now seeing this combination of Bielsa's refusal to rotate, Bielsa's insistence on a small squad, the limitations of the players that we have in the squad, and all of that is coming together and means that they've hit the limit of what they can do. Because what I think we tend to see is, and I, I put a tweet out from the Square Ball account in the, uh, the, the half-time, sorry. Like, on a basic level, what we did through midfield was generally fine. That We were doing some nice little moves, particularly in the early part of the first half, and taking up those wide positions, but we just go to shit... In the final third, like they're getting the ball into good positions, but then when it gets to that final third, there's just no threat. Is there? And then obviously you're always just waiting for some massive error at the back. Now, unfortunately, and that's it. It's it's the thirds at either end of the pitch. We were quite, we were reasonably all right without doing that much in the first half. But there was loads of little, like little nice layoffs and knockoffs and triangles and people playing in from the wing and stuff um, in that first half. But then it's just ineffectual when we get forward. We don't know how to break through teams.
4: We were bad in that first half, but. We should have still been going in at 0-0 if we could just have a goalkeeper who might occasionally save something. On the notes, actually, I, made, I did make a note of Kiko saving a shot because I've not seen him do one in a while. I think it was like nine minutes in, did I make a note? Yeah, he, he saved a shot and he held on to it nine minutes in. Didn't just palm it straight into the box, which is he, a trick he likes to do and did repeat later in this game as well. Just just shove one straight out to people. he missed everyone, thankfully. And we've not even got on to the fact that Kiko has got um, Grabham to thank for <laughs> for making him turning a, a goal into a save. That was a great save. When he was laid on the, he's laid on the pitch completely to one side of the goal. Graben just needs to pass it anywhere within about a 10-yard range and it goes, it just trickles into the net and for some reason he kicks it straight at, at Kiko who is inexplicably laid on the ground.
3: Not inexplicably, you I mean, he went it was very play. It, Yeah, but so did um, was it Liam Cooper for the shot? Everybody thought Grabben was going to shoot, so mm-hmm. they reacted as such. It was good
4: play by Grabben, and then shit play by Grabben. Just reading a tweet, apparently Roberts has left the stadium on crutches. He did, you could tell he was injured. He was limping. He was limping around pretty much. I think the, the first tackle on him, he was limping around. It, just when will this change? Wednesday. Well, Totally. Well, you're a fool. You're a fool for thinking it'll change on Tuesday. We're going to get beaten on Tuesday. Is what's nah, going to happen?
3: I'll beat Brentford. I mean, Brentford today conceded twice to Middlesbrough, and we've seen Middlesbrough play, so we can score against them. And Forest do have their. Uh, um, we knew before the game that Forest are a, a counter-attacking team that sit back, and they're basically like our fucking kryptonite. Kryptonites. It was never. Um, it never felt like it was going to be our kind of game against that. What we needed to do was get a goal early um, and stop them from from playing the way they wanted to play. But we never, like I say, we, we well, as you said, we started off in decent shape, but were, I think, concentrating on kind of hoping that something's going to happen for mm-hmm. us rather than um, trying to make something happen.
2: The description I put on it is we were mechanical So we do the Bielsa patterns and the Bielsa style of play, but it's always within our own, I guess, our own limitations. We never try and stretch ourselves, and uh, it kind of relies on mechanics rather than inspiration or genius. It's just, let's do the patterns and hope eventually it works out. And actually what we're now finding is that people have worked out what our patterns are, and they will just let us have it and then take it out wide, as we've said loads of times in recent weeks, take it out wide and then put a cross in, which won't hit anybody.
3: You got better in... uh with big Kevin on, Le Grand Kevin came on and I was, uh, reasonably pleased with the way that we improved. I think he's got a little bit more about him than old Bambo. Um, so we had the hour of, of now happening with, with Bamford up front apart from his, uh, his sideways header. Um, and, and then we had 30 minutes, maybe it was the, uh, um, the fact that we were chasing the game meant that we had more emphasis going forward. But um, yeah, another reason to be optimistic: we do have another striker now.
2: I mean, again, it feels like Groundhog Day saying it, but I, I, just don't, I don't get it now with Bamford. I mean, I thought he'd he'd done everything to answer his critics when he saw Nketiah off to all intents and purposes, but he's just completely gone off the boil, and he at the as the sharp end of this attack. Offers nothing in my book. Now nothing. He works hard for the team, but you'd expect that as a bare minimum for anybody. I don't
4: even think he did that very well today. I don't know. He, he didn't. His head didn't look right, as far as I could tell. He just. I don't. He seemed disinterested and, like I say, seemed more upset about not having certain decisions and then he, he rather than just getting on with things. Just seems to moan an awful lot. Bielsa's system for it to work. It feels like it needs
2: warriors. That's what it needs. Somebody who's, you know, kind of the run through brick walls things. And we do it sometimes. Like we did it second half against Millwall. But a lot of the time, we it's just quite perfunctory and, and going through the motions. And as you said, Moscow, just waiting for something to fall for us. But we, do, we don't seem to be going out there and making that look. You're absolutely right in that analysis. It just, where was it today where they're, they're trying to die for the club? It just, it didn't feel, and I don't think the bottlers and I don't think they're scared of it. I just don't think,
4: I just don't think they lack like quality.
3: I don't know. Well, we do. I mean, this is why I'm looking forward to Calvin Phillips on Tuesday. He's exactly the player you're talking about.
4: Mm. He would make a big difference, it has he's, to
3: be said. Yeah, he's he's the one player we have, apart from, uh, additionally, now we do have Ligue 1 um, who is worth, you know, we could sell him for £30 million if we wanted. Premier League clubs think he'd do a good job for them. And Will do in the summer. He's um, He does have those leadership qualities. He is a Leeds fan, all the things that you want in this situation. Um and he fulfills a uh he doesn't only fulfill a one really important position, but the the faffing about that has had to to happen because of his red card does mean Luke Ayling centre half, Stuart Dallas right back, um and we've got Pablo coming back in from from injury. And um and I think the the opportunities for Tuesday for changes that comes in, it's not just, it won't, because it won't be Calvin Phillips replacing Ben White in the starting 11. It'll be Calvin Phillips going into midfield. Ben White goes into defense and then where's Stuart Dallas going to go? Where's Luke Ayling going to go? Are they going to be in the team? Will it be somebody else? So there, there will be um, a different starting 11 on Tuesday. It's, I think that one, uh, additional person in the shape of Calvin Bear will make a massive difference. And then I'm optimistic about the other differences that will then follow on to allow him to come back.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
1: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
2: Once again, has taken responsibility for the defeat today and refused to point fingers individually, I think, in front of the media, which is his prerogative and he's fine. Um, is he right to take responsibility for it? <laughs>
4: Insofar as he keeps picking Casilla, whereas I think everyone has been saying for a while, he just needs dropping. Just drop him, please. Just drop him for his, for the good of him, for the good of us, for the good of Meslier. Just give him a chance. He can't do any worse than him. He's making a mistake every single game at the moment, which is costing us. If if not, if he doesn't drop him for Tuesday, then when will he? Like yeah. how many how many consecutive games do you have to make crucial errors in before you you kind of go actually? Let's just try something else. And it's not a complete stab in the dark either. It's not like when we put Peacock Farrell in, who we'd literally do nothing about other than he'd been, thanks to Moscow's video, <laughs> he'd been pretty terrible on loan at York. But it got to the point with Viedval, where it's like, just someone else, please.
3: And it got to that point with uh, Bailey Peacock Farrell, which was Bielsa as well. Mm-hmm. And he was ready to make the change, but for uh, Jamal Blackman's leg going. So um I think people, Bielsa is not, afraid to make changes. And um and I would not be surprised now if he if he has even reached his his limit. There is the uh, um obviously we've only got the tweets about the press conferences, but one that Phil Hay has put out saying that um he won't power responsibility on individual players because Bielsa is to blame for the results. But he did say he has to take tough decisions and was talking about um Analysing uh analysing football means analysing mistakes. And there may be other factors in such a goal conceded. This is from Adam Pope's tweet. So it could be that he thinks, you know, Ailing shouldn't have lost the ball in the build-up and all this. But um there is there are the clues there that he will be taking another look at um all that and making a, a decision. And um, and yeah, and I think um if you compare just the kind of the demeanour of Kiko Kisir and then you sort the, of I don't know, I mean it's one photograph so it catches one millisecond but of Meslier playfully strangling Jani Alyoski before the game. Which goalkeeper do you think looks looks more confident and more at ease with himself and um and which one looks like he's got the absolute weight of the world on his shoulders and loads of ghosts at his near posts that he, he don't go near.
4: The thing is, the whole point of Kiko Kasia was that he's a really experienced goalkeeper who's played for the biggest club in the world, and he won't crumble in these situations. That's the point of him. Well, why he, was, why he was bought. It's because he's, he's, he's got all this experience, well, and he's played yeah. with the best players in the world. Fucking he's fortune. trained with them. Well,
3: Because he was on the bench, wasn't he? And I think that's He, he this did play all, before Madrid,
4: though, as well. He, he played did. at a good level. But and this
3: will come back to... Um, what Bielsa was saying on Tuesday at length where it was if um, Kiko Casilla had been playing for Real Madrid during the five years or so that we we signed him, we would never be able to get a, a goalkeeper of that of his ability. The problem is that he spent five years not using that ability. He spent it in Real Madrid's reserves. What, in, but what ability
2: bench. does he have? He's getting beaten at his near post multiple times. Well, he doesn't command his area. He's a fucking liability on corners. Hasn't he got a
3: cap for Spain?
4: Mm, quite yeah, possibly Michael Ricketts has gone for England yeah.
3: yeah and Michael Ricketts had some ability but then you know he was a he was a good player at Bolton and then five years later he was not a good player so and then we signed him and then we signed him <laughs> so there's a, can we
4: stop doing this please there's a theme, well <laughs> yeah. I mean when John Kevin was uh, when he was uh, 22 and 19, 17 John he was
3: brilliant is, we are, we're talking, signed Mbappe's
4: uh, best
2: mate and he's just like Mbappe but we fucking ruined him because he's like for us
3: <laughs> well the, the the thing that um Michael Ricketts and Kiko Garcia and and Big Kevin have in common is that they're all signing for us on the the downslope, aren't they? We'd, we're not in that position to to sign players who are coming up to their best. Um, we have to. We are getting these players who, who have their problems. And the the problem with Kiko, which we were talking about it um, last year um, when he threw when Charlton. No, it was this season, wasn't it? Charlton away when he mm. he didn't know what to do with the ball on him in the six-yard box. And it occurred to me, I mean, it's quite early in the season, I tried to think of when was the last time he'd been in a league football match facing um, a corner and the ball bouncing in front of him with players running. It's something that just hadn't happened to him in a a competitive league match for years. Um, And you're relying on him in that situation that his training keeps him up to the level uh, where he's able to cope with it. And I think we're seeing... um, We saw with that, and we're seeing now that it hasn't. Um, So that thirty-five thousand pound a week punt on a
4: is a heartbreaking amount of money. I have to say, for what we're getting, it feels so such bad value. Like, I've tweeted during the game, at least Robica was cheap and we got him because he was cheap and he was brought to play on the bench and we kind of expected him to be better than he was. But we also got what we paid for with him. He's a shit a shit third-choice keeper. He should be the best keeper in the division mm. by rights, looking and, at his pedigree and his salary.
3: And it's tough because, you know, the first half of the season, he was part of the best defence in the league by miles and although he wasn't having to make many saves, that was all part of the, the thing is we had this keeper who, um, because of the way he he is and the way he can play with his feet and the the way he forms a unit with uh, Bielsa's defensive system Um, it all works together and it all works great and he doesn't have to make any saves and he doesn't concede any goals so um, during that time you would say well yeah even if he's not making any saves for what he's given to the team um, good, let's have one really good player at the back Um, but now we're seeing the the other side of him and it looks like he's um, Confidence is just... Because he's, he's not thinking right, is he? You, you, you can see every replay of that, um, of that ball coming that he's just not making the right decisions under these circumstances. So you need somebody who um, is just going to have the... And I think that is, it's maybe, conf, again, confidence and practice and muscle memory rather than actual kind of basic ability. Because um, he could, he can save those shots. He can. Kiko Casilla yeah. can guard a, a near post all day long. He couldn't. He can stop shots like that. When? Absolutely no problem. When? Well, not right now. So that's why we need to play Meslier.
2: And I think with uh, we're making the changes in the side. And again, we're just going around in circles on this and saying the same as we've said before. Make the changes and it relieves the pressure it hits a reset button and it stops it makes this go away so if Meslier comes in and concedes one at the near post we all moan and we go ah oh, well him too but it's not it's not Kiko doing it again
4: hmm.
2: and if it's up, up front Augustan put him in can, well, can we do it yeah. I mean like give him, give him a run now we've we got, we got
3: Augustan and the shack. So two players that we've been crying out for. there. give him a
2: whirl, because if he then yeah. head sideways or backwards against Brentford, then we go, oh well. But you know, he's just getting up to speed. It's not saying the same things about the same players again who are making the same mistakes and have the same limitations. It's new players with the same limitations.
4: Is heading sideways better than shooting backwards? Have we got a have we got a, a definitive um, list of, of bad things your striker can do? I mean, I did, it was a tough chance.
3: Yeah, I did look up the. Um, the XG on that info goal, reckon that was a twenty-five percent chance, but I don't think that it's taking fully account because no. that one they've given Helder Costa's header at the back post um, with ten minutes left, forty-one percent, and that was, but it's purely on positioning and the the style of chance. But um, so I think, yes, yeah, so probably to get in. Uh, what, was, what
4: was Lewis Grabbins when Kiko Casilla was laid on the floor? I've not looked actually. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I would be interested to know that well, ty-
3: Tyler- Kiko defies the odds Tyler Walker's goal the one that he scored uh, for 2-0 had a 64% probability <laughs> um, I would probably have rated it higher than that uh, yeah grabbing 38% for that one
4: it's absolute bollocks isn't it yeah yeah. I think it's what we're gaining from I this
3: I think it's the mass the, um, Sammy Amiobi the one that he stuck past uh, Kiko got 6% um so that suits our arguments against Kiko. Uh, so we'll take that but not we'll the We'll take one. that one but we'll ignore the other ones that don't fit the points we're trying to make. Um that's what you do with stats isn't it? I believe that's that's uh, that's the correct use of of ex- expected goals.
2: Um <laughs> we should just start a blog and have a single page on it and just say it's all bollocks.
3: Let's say that the mathematical models need some work. Mm.
2: Yeah, like our team. Heroes heroes and villains.
3: Um, I was just going to say, if we're looking for things to be optimistic about, um, our manager, regardless of, of what we think he might not be doing right at the moment, is still Marcelo Bielsa. And he is, the quote that Adam Polk reports from this evening is him saying, I will never give up. I will always keep the faith. I will find new ways to make the team do better. And I have not, forgotten um, the amount of time I have wanted to spend over the last two years essentially building shrines to this man um, on the back of some defeats and if there was anybody I would want to be making things better um, and finding new ways to make the team do better and not give up and keep the faith, it would Mm. be Marcelo Bielsa.
2: However, let me just play devil's
3: advocate here on
2: that are some of the problems that we are now encountering not as a result of Marcelo Bielsa
3: yeah because he's here because he's our manager so it kind of goes with the territory because mm. if if he wasn't our manager he wouldn't be our problem but yep. he is our manager so he is our problem so. yeah
2: I mean I, look I, I love the man to death but I, I can't sit and keep watching this and think why don't we just have a slightly bigger squad well, it's or, the same you
3: know, you know it's the same with any manager we could have Jose Mourinho and we might win stuff we'd be boring and we could have um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer and he'd be a, um, a club legend, but he'd be shit. And so you get the good and the bad with everybody. You know, we won two league titles under Howard Wilkinson, but we had, you know, half the population of Sheffield was training at our ground every single day. <laughs> there's there's probably, we had, you know, Don Reavy was one of the greatest managers ever. I found a, um, I was looking at some stuff today and I found something that I'd never seen before where he blamed um our defeat in the nineteen seventy FA Cup final on the fact that Princess Margaret came to the game wearing green. You know, there's there's problems with absolutely everybody, but you, there's also there's the benefits. So, um yeah, I mean right. it's very lazy I'm about to say something very lazy when you, you it goes like, oh well, you know, do you, you we could have Steve Evans back. But, you know, we do look at the uh the the quality of the of the good and the benefit that they can bring set against the problems that they also bring with them. And I would say, you know, it's, it sounds, people are bored of it now and I don't blame them for it. We go, we're still second, we're still second, we're still second, but we are still second. We've been second um, for most of the last two years, first or second, which um, is good, isn't it? That's, that's where we want to be. We want to be at the top end of the table. And I think that's a, that's a better place for it to be um, falling apart from then were we still 15th all the time and suddenly everything went to shit? Mm. Because then we'd be looking at relegation. And yeah, you're right. Um, at least the, the ways forward we can see is Marcelo Bielsa um,
2: once... Can I just say, by the way, for the benefit of you listening, Moscow's got his head in his hands at this moment <laughs> in time as he's talking. So I don't believe a word he says. He's a bullshitter. He,
3: no, it's, it's my only way of being able to... Um, I, it's because I do feel like I sound ignorant um like I'm closing my eyes to the fact that we've just lost 2-0 to uh who were we playing? Fucking Forest. Nottingham Forest. And then we lost who did we lose to last time? Wigan. Yeah. Who did and then we lost to Millwall as well, didn't we? Well we may as well have. Um the, all this is happening. Um and I feel like yeah, just the only way to kind of uh get through it is to just close my eyes and go like right, second in the league. Kind of, what face looms into my into my mind now? Is it Kiko? Is it Bamford? No, it's Marcelo Bielsa. Yes! And then who else? Who else can I see? I can see Calvin Phillips. I can see Jean-Kevin Augustin. I can see Pervéder. Don't know why he wasn't on the bench today. But um, that's a player that we've signed who looks like he could be good. Even in the under-23s, he's looked lively. Certainly, like, he's got more life about him than... Uh, than Tyler Roberts, who I presume will be under a, a general anaesthetic by now, is <laughs> it's, it's, uh, half past eight. Um, <laughs> I hope uh, alioski is as well, and they complete the lobotomy. I mean, he'll be fine, and he? he's like that, isn't he? He Has brainless games and good. And um, we we had up. I did think one. Um, if you want to talk about team changes, I would have played in with absolute hindsight. Berardi at uh, left back today because he is a left back, isn't he? Um, or a right back he's a full back anyway and they had a really big winger a tall winger um, an Alyoski um, as soon as you put those two side by side it was like Lee Johnson next to an adult it just Mm. was um, difficult from the start but then surprising that that Amiobi bugger then went on the other wing and scored from there
2: Just to I want to try and add a little bit of sunshine towards this at the end is that some weeks back on the podcast I said it would be really hard mathematically speaking for us to mess this up from here and Looks quite easy from here. From here it does, and um, we've done everything in our and It's been slightly misinterpreted because people are now rightfully throwing my words back in my face. Yes,
3: never but, say anything ever, remember no, this.
2: No, I know, but what the point I was making was we could still go on a spectacularly bad run and still do it. Yeah. Um, and we have gone on a spectacularly bad run, but yeah, as you say, we are still second, and it's still within our hands,
3: just... 55 points, second in the league, plus 17 goal difference. Fucking hell. I mean, there's only West Brom and Brentford have a better goal difference. It's mad how actually, I mean, it's all based on how good we've been. That's the problem. But it's, um, you know, what was the point in being that good if we couldn't then make it a little bit more interesting?
4: It's just that possibility that we're going to be sixth yeah, quite soon. Do you know what? I still
2: think we're going to go up.
3: Yeah, I do. Too. You actually?
2: Yeah, I do. I do deep down within me. I don't, know, I don't. It's not based on the evidence that I see in front of me. I have to say that this is heart ruling head at the minute. But well,
4: like like Kiko Casilla, I think I'm I'm gone this evening. <laughs> I think I, f- I feel it's over.
3: Nah, no, that's absolutely ridiculous thing to say because we are.
4: There's we fifteen are, games left. Yeah, and we won't win any of them.
3: <laughs> not even with our actual better players. Imagine if I mean the team that that lines up at the end of the season with Calvin Phillips in midfield. Pervader is our skillful number 10. Jean-Kevin Augustin has got to speed and is starting every match up front. Uh, Meslier is in goal. That could be the team that plays the next 15 games. So it's not like these problems don't have solutions. Um, and so
2: we look forward to the unchanged 11 on Tuesday then? That's, that's well, the it thing will that's change
3: because
4: when, Phillips will be back in the team, won't it? So When we see... It is un- otherwise unchanged. It-, it will be a sinking feeling, won't it? Like, yeah, it
3: will change. And that's a big change. Calvin Phillips, back in the team, is going to be he's right, massive he's for us. right.
4: He's right. You will see Kiko and the team shit and go, oh, fucking hell. And then they will get a corner and you'll go, oh, fucking hell. And then they will score from it. And you'll go, well, that's happened again, has it? Well. We just keep doing the same things. Yeah. It happens. It's happening every week at the moment. Yep.
3: Yeah. And before that, it wasn't happening every week. Which so something finally... changed. So it can change back, can't it? That's the point of form.
4: Yeah, I was mentioning about heroes and
3: villains, by the way. Uh, should we just go for villainy, just the whole club today? No, I had some villains. Oh, uh, oh. Nottingham Forest for wearing Macron. Right, yeah. That's why they won't go up. Everybody's worrying about um, Nottingham Forest might overtake us in the top two, but they, they won't because they're wearing Macron. And, they they, and they will
4: lose to Charlton on Tuesday at the City Ground. Crown. Yep, so there's us. another
3: reason to nominate them. Um, I'm sure
4: I wrote down something. I else. wrote down William Cooper for missing that header. Really got to score that. <laughs> Feels harsh. You have was completely yeah. free header and he's hit, he's headed it straight at the goalkeeper. Oh, Nottingham
3: Forest ball boys. Um, I don't know if they are villains, but they did seem to be dressed like paramilitary soldiers, so I assume they are all up to no good. Um, I think they should be patted down. Were, did they have machine guns? Because if they did, I think that's a Football League regulation we could be awarded uh, the win retrospectively for that. Um, also, um, our players who were wearing... Um, the undershirts under because the it's match, not it's not their problem, but they didn't match the, the that kit really, yeah. so it's not actually our players fault but it's the kit uh. the, the kit supplier's fault for not supplying uh matching uh undershirts. Oh
2: we're going to look so good aren't we? Are we just like in Adidas going to Rotherham next I really
3: year? like that uh, blue away kit. So it's a shame that them um, that there isn't either there's not a long sleeve version or that the the uh the underwear doesn't match. Trying really hard not to weigh say underwear because it makes it sound like they were wearing lingerie. Um maybe that's a change. Players in lingerie? Oh, do you know what? I can't eat before matches? Um
2: so I'm starving now. It's like quarter to nine. I'm absolutely starving. Can we go home and pretend that this never happened? And then just do it all again on Tuesday. Same conversation. To drive to Dundee in your
3: bare feet now. <laughs> uh,
2: listen, um, any heroes?
3: Uh, Marcelo Bielsa, because he's the only hope I've got left.
2: Okay. That's, uh, that's a very, very, very fair
3: point. Also, uh, Ilian Mazlier, same reason. Yes. Augustine, same reason. Perveda, same reason. Hope. Um, and the. uh, uh we're at, t- we're Tyler Ross
4: stage, though, where all the players who are out of the team are better than all the players who are in well, the team. It's, is that, is, you're going to be. Once you've faked no, Bielsa. No, that's a different thing because that's when you felt You're so faking Bielsa uh, away from saying,
3: get Eddie Gray and play the kids. No, that's when you're talking <laughs> about players like. If I, if I was saying we shouldn't have let O'Kane go on loan to Luton because we should have brought him back in, that's when a player is out of the team for a while and you think they're going to be better. The, I'm talking about the ones that we've just signed. We've we've seen Meslier once; he was good. Augustine and Pervada have been signed new for a reason um, to come here and have an impact and improve the team. So um, let's hope they do. Yeah, it's not it's not assuming that. You know, the players that are out the team. Messi is out of our team. He would improve us if we signed him. So we've signed some hopefully better players. Um otherwise we're fucked.
2: And on that note, we'll head off. Levoy Uk forward slash the square ball for ten percent off your legal fees. We will reconvene here. Uh, multiple times on Tuesday, normal podcast, when hopefully uh, optimism levels will have raised slightly and we'll get the match ball as
3: well after Brentford. And, uh, Do you think the sound of uh, Michael's frenetic doodling is actually coming through the microphone? Because all I can hear is this little scratching noise away. Just, if anybody thinks that w- we don't have a... Um, what's his face? Neil uh, Neil Harris is not here trying to burrow his way out of the studio. Is this is Michael on a wooden desk with a, th- a thin sheet of paper and a biro. It looks so like a, if is that a banana you've drawn. I don't really know what it is.
2: I don't right. know what anything is. All right, we'll reconvene next week. See you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast.